Hi, my name's Zach. I'm 12 years old, and I host We the Children, the podcast where kids talk climate change. Like a lot of kids my age, when I think about the future, I can't help but wonder what kind of world will be waiting for us. Will polar bears still roam the Arctic? Will we still be able to see colorful coral reefs or build snowmen in the winter? I'd like to think so. That's why I'm trying to learn as much as I can about climate change science, stories, and solutions from some of the world's leading experts, and share what I learned with all of you. Together, we can decide what type of future we want for our planet. Subscribe to We the Children on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and visit us at wethechildrenpodcast.com. Remember, we, the children, have the power to make a difference. I'm very excited for another episode of Showbox Science. This is your host, Nate, and today we're going to interview Diana, a.k.a. Physics Girl. And there's going to be three chapters. One on Albert Einstein, one on Isaac Newton, and one on physics, Diana's favorite. Hi, this is Diana. Hello, this is Nate. Hi, Nate. How are you? I'm good. Uh, it's good to hear that. So tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Diana, and I live in California. I live in San Diego, and I run a YouTube channel called Physics Girl that's about uh, physics and fun experiments. Did you know that I actually watch Physics Girl? You do? I didn't know that. But you know what? I'm super happy to hear that. And I think you might be one of my youngest fans. And that's super cool. So the first chapter is Albert Einstein. So how did Albert Einstein get to be so famous? (laughs) That's a great question. So... Albert Einstein, I mean, we all learn about him when we're kids, right? Mm-hmm. He was an incredible scientist. He was such a smart guy. And he got to be so famous because he came up with some really special new theories about how the world works. So he came up with these ideas that, you know, no one had ever really come up with before. How did Albert Einstein come up with E equals MC squared? How did Albert Einstein come up with E equals MC squared? That's a great question. Well, I, you know, I don't really know how he came up with it. I think he was thinking about, about E, which is for energy, and he was thinking about the M, which is for mass. He was thinking about how those two could be related. Like, is it possible that you could take mass and turn it into energy? So he was thinking about this, crazy relationship between the two and that equation e equals mc squared that's so famous helps describe that relationship how did he come up with general relativity (laughs) that's an even harder question (laughs) one thing i should mention about albert einstein is that while he's really famous and he's credited for e equals mc squared and relativity and all these amazing theories, it wasn't just 
him. He was working with other scientists and other brilliant mathematicians at the time. So this probably came from work with other scientists and through talking through ideas. And it was developing up until he came up with general relativity. But he came up with his theory in order to describe some unusual things that might happen with time and with light. And when you take the speed of light and you try to approach the speed of light when you're moving, you can't do it. You can never go the speed of light. So he tried to think about why that is and what are the consequences of not being able to get to the speed of light. So could I give a little answer to how he came up with general relativity? I would love to be educated by you, Nate, on how he came up with general relativity. Well, I think he came up with general relativity just by looking out of the window, or maybe he did it with playing the violin, or maybe, even cooler, he just had tangled masses of Equations flying around in his head, going crazy. So he wrote them down on paper, and that made general relativity. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great picture, isn't it? Thinking of Albert Einstein just sitting there with equations flying around in his head. Yeah, that's very possibly how he thought and how he worked. I think you're onto something. Uh, do you think that it would be okay if? We go to chapter Isaac Newton. <laughs> I think that would be great. Chapter Isaac Newton sounds exciting. Okay, now we're on to chapter Isaac Newton. What were some of his big ideas? Ooh, Isaac Newton had a lot of big ideas. Um, do you like Isaac Newton, Nate? Well, in my mind, he's my second hero. Okay, who's the first? Albert Einstein. Oh, of course, of course. That's why he was chapter one. So Isaac Newton came up with not only some theories in physics, but also some theories in mathematics. So he was all over the place. He was coming up with new ways of thinking about math because he came up with calculus. That was one of the cornerstones of modern mathematics. And one of, the, one of the amazing things he did for physics is he came up with what we now call Newton's three laws. And we obviously named those laws after Newton, but he described why things move the way they do. I mean, the rumor goes that he was hit in the head with a, an apple that fell from a tree. And because of that, he wanted to think about why gravity is the way it is. And so he came up with acceleration and why things fall. And he also discovered Newtonian fluids. You're educating me all over the place, Nate. Thanks for telling me that, because I always like to educate people. So I've got another Isaac Newton question. Did he have any equations? Oh, yes, he definitely did. His most famous equation that you will definitely have to use a lot if you ever take a physics course is S equals MA. So that's force is equal to mass times acceleration. Oh, yeah, right. That's Newton's second law of motion. 
And by the way, I think it would be a good time to switch to chapter physics. Oh, chapter physics. Yeah, that's where we basically talk about physics. That sounds great to me. So, how do you get all the stuff for your show? Oh, that's a good question. For my show, I learned a lot of the stuff that I talked about when I was in high school and in college. And I I find a lot of experiments that I play around with either on the internet or through friends or from the classes that I took in physics. And so I get all of my science material like that. But then when I do all the filming and everything, I usually film that all in my house or I have someone else film for me so I get all the footage that way. So have you written any equations? That's a great question. I have not come up with any new equations for physics. You know, a lot of the equations that we use commonly were written hundreds of years ago, you know, except for some of Einstein's equations, like the general relativity equations. Those ones were about 100 years ago. But some of the equations now that people come up with are so long and so complicated, and you need to know some really crazy complicated math. And I never studied enough to do that. So if you stay in school and you keep studying and you you continue on to be a scientist, you can come up with some new equations, but I haven't gotten there. And maybe I'll go back. Maybe I'll come up with some equations someday. I actually have written tons of equations. Oh, you have? The best (laughs) one I've written, I think, is L equals E squared. Oh, what does it mean? It basically means light equals energy times itself squared. Oh, no, not the squared, because squared is multiplying times itself. Oh, very good. Yeah, so energy times itself is the E squared. Yeah. Nate, that's fantastic. Thanks. You just showed me up in the equations. (laughs) But one of my equations about blood is so complex, I can't even think about it. (laughs) Well, that's really impressive. Do you like equations? I love them. Oh, that's great. And I liked them, too, when I was younger. I just really liked math, and I hope you like math, too. I probably will someday. (laughs) I'm sure you will. Thank you for being on the show, Diana. Thank you so much for having me, Nate. I heard you had Anna Rothschild on, and I'm a big fan of hers. So I think it's cool that you asked me to be on, too. Thanks. So there you have it, folks. The show about science is complete. Dad, you can shut the coin off. Hi, my name's Zach. I'm 12 years old, and I host We the Children, the podcast where kids talk climate change. Like a lot of kids my age, when I think about the future, I can't help but wonder what kind of world will be waiting for us. Will polar bears still roam the Arctic? Will we still be able to see colorful coral reefs or build snowmen in the winter? I'd like to think so. 
That's why I'm trying to learn as much as I can about climate change science, stories, and solutions from some of the world's leading experts and share what I learned with all of you. Together, we can decide what type of future we want for our planet. Subscribe to We the Children on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And visit us at wethechildrenpodcast.com. Remember, we, the children, have the power to make a difference.